This is Carl Palachuk, and you're listening to the SMB Community Podcast, produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Hi, this is Carl Palachuk. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. My very special guest today is Jennifer Fields from Aztec Marketing. Welcome to the big show. Hi, Carl. Thank you. So I haven't talked to you in months. So uh, in fact, I, I think the last time I saw you was in Chicago and it seems like a year ago, but it was probably four months ago. Right, right, right. So, uh, so why don't you give folks a sense of who you are and uh, what is Aztec Marketing? I'm Jennifer, like you said, and Aztec Marketing, um, we specialize in doing marketing for uh, managed service providers, uh, everything from strategic planning, implementation, follow-up. Uh, it's, it's a complete marketing manager as a service, basically. Excellent. Um, and uh, you... Last time we talked, you were you were thinking about opening a call center. Did you do that? Is that all in place? Yes, I did actually. And our agents are. We've ha- I have several agents that have actually been with us for over three years now. Um, the newest agents is about six months, so there's uh, they're very seasoned. They know the industry. They know our clients. They know the pain points. They know the material. That's the key. They are, um, they've run the same type of offers, followed up, and have been able to set appointments um, pretty consistently. And so the, uh, the appointments that they get, this would be uh, for an MSP, for example, you'd say, hey, uh, we're going to run a campaign on BDRs or Office 365 or something like that? Correct. Yes. Whatever the... Whatever the offer is, whatever the campaign is, it could be anything from digital to print, direct mail, um, doesn't matter. When we follow up, we, our agents are prepped beforehand with the actual campaign, what services the uh, MSP actually offer, because oftentimes the uh, current offer within that campaign is one segment of what they do so they know okay this is a full service msp if they are if the offer is just for security but the prospect on the line has other issues they do they know what that they can forward them on to that managed service provider they can expand the offer within that call and um so yes that's exactly what it is the the appointments are set with their prospects from their prospect list so uh, what's interesting to me is that your because your 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 callers have run different campaigns, even if the campaign isn't about security, if they contact somebody and they go, "I don't care about that, I need security," they'd be like, "Oh, okay, right." <laughs> and, yeah. and so they they know enough about it to be able to engage in that conversation. So that's that's kind of a cool thing because you won't get that if you just hire somebody who's generic sales office for hire. Right. Yes. And we do, we prep any, before a campaign is run, the agents and my office manager and uh, Anthony 
um, we all meet, we discuss that client, all of their services, what they're doing now. Typically our clients, we're on a, a continual marketing basis. So we do their marketing for six months, a year, you know, three years, whatever. So we know, okay, this month is VoIP, but next month is securities and month after, or last month was blah, blah, blah. So they are aware and can offer multiple services at the same time. Very cool. So one of the things that uh, I'll never forget is the time that um, you took a call from somebody. And I know you probably are tired of hearing this story from me, but uh, <laughs> you, you had to like talk this guy off the wall. I mean, I remember you saying like, it's okay. Uh, you're going to get a lot of these calls. Don't worry. You know, uh, because he was for whatever reason, not prepared to be getting all of these calls all of a sudden. And it, it seems a little odd to me, but is that a common occurrence? It's very common. In fact, it is part of our uh, preparation now. You know, I let them know we are starting calls on Wednesday. And so as much as we would like to talk to decision makers with every call, 80% of the time our agents get put to the decision makers voicemail. So what happens is the end of the day on Wednesday and all of Thursday, when the decision makers are getting their voicemail, they're calling back. And so, yes, typically when we start a campaign, the uh, MSP does receive a lot of calls right in the beginning. And, uh, you know, right the, as soon as we start leaving voicemails and they start getting return calls, it's always, um, it's always fun when they first start getting them. They're always surprised. <laughs> wow, this really does work. Yes, it does. That's why you spent the money. So right. I find two things about that odd. One is I'm amazed you get 80% of them go to the, the decision maker's voicemail because I would have thought it would have been 5%. Oh, no, 80%. It, it is. And truth told, the other 20%, it's not that you're talking to 20% of the decision makers. Sometimes you're routed to a general voicemail or, right. uh, you know, you just don't get through. Um, one of the main reasons I say outsourcing is key is, uh, you know, we operate on a 97% uh, refusal, you know, like the, we, we're working for that 3% return, 3% of people to be responsive. So, so the eighty percent is eighty percent of that three percent. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you get we get voicemail. We're we're happy to go to voicemail because it's still a touch. Most decision makers or their executive assistant listen to their voicemail, so it is reaching the decision decision maker, and um, it's a good touch, even though it's not direct, and very often the nature of our voicemail entices them to call back. Right. And That's what I was going to say. The other thing I'm impressed with is that they actually respond. Cause you know, for me, a, you know me, I never answer the phone. So that's thing one. Uh -huh. uh, so it would go to my voicemail if you were sure I was the right person. But, but then, I mean, sometimes I don't listen to my voicemail for two months. Right. Right. <laughs> I just go in and like clean it out. So, mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not a, a good target. On the other hand, I'm, I'm always impressed when you actually can get them to listen to it and call you back. So yes, regularly. 
And, you know, the nature of our voicemail is, um, you know, uh, I'm calling uh, to follow up on the letter I sent you. And, and that entices them. They, they are like in- intrigued, like, well, what letter? I don't remember. And then they call back. Was there really a letter? It always, always. Okay. I mean, it, we will, we we'll always say letter when it is a letter. Otherwise right. it would be the email I sent you or right. the, the you know, you get these emails that say, Hey, I'm just uh, worried about you because you didn't open up my previous email, but there mm-hmm. was no previous email. You know, yes. we stay very, very far away from spammy, <laughs> spammy style and content. Right. So, um, and then you and I were talking about last time we touched a little bit on MDF and that's why I wanted to have you back is talk about marketing development funds. And every once in a while, I talk to some vendor who says, we have all these funds, nobody ever claims them. Can you explain what MDF is? MDF in the channel specifically with our specific vendors, Datto, Citrix, you name it. Most vendors have a MDF fund. So um, with the MSPs, if you use a certain vendor, say you're a Datto client, um, Datto wants to help you get the word out and and land more clients that you can use their Datto products with or manage the Datto products for them. so they offer you, okay, let us know what you're doing and we'd love to come in beside you and help. Um, the, the MDF program is not always just money. Now it almost always comes with money, but many of the vendors will also offer a body. They'll say, you know, say you're, you're doing a lunch and learn or a seminar, they will send a speaker for you. So, right. Uh, um, you know, to present and they present, um, you know, as with you, they don't present as from Datto. They just tell about the product and the services that you provide. Um, it's, it's an excellent program. The, the using those funds, applying for those funds are not always easy depending on the vendor. Right. Um, uh, you've got everyone. I would say, honestly, the scale is Datto being on the very easiest um, end, and then Microsoft being on one of the most difficult ends. Um, and then you got everything in between. There's, but there, right. everyone require, has their list of requirements, every vendor. And um, they also have, their offerings vary also. Uh, yeah, I just had lunch last week actually with a representative from uh, one of the vendors who was saying that their MDF funds, basically, they could be used them for anything that they remotely can justify as helping the partner get more business, get more clients. Yep. Yes. I've seen it everything from a very structured event, you know, at the local baseball field, you know, um, it was Miller Park, the big stadium here in Milwaukee. Um, and I've seen it from that all the way to a lunch and learn at a current client's office. So it is, they, they do want to help. We use it. I offer it to my clients as a service as well. I will process and do their MDF, fulfill their requirements for it. And in turn, when that check comes, they can use that money to pay me 
to do right. <laughs> their marketing. Um, you know, I, I, it's, it's out there. It's free. It's even the highest end of difficulty with Microsoft. It's still there and it's still free. And the hoops are not that difficult to jump through. They right. Just you know, when I had uh, 12 employees, uh, I had one person whose job was to once a month, this wasn't their whole job, but part of their job was once a month, go find out where's all the money out there that vendors want to give us that, right. <laughs> that we haven't applied for. Um, so, you know, it's interesting because I've had some of these things that were total bombs. Like I, I'll never forget the time that uh, Microsoft gave me uh, matching funds, right? So I put in $2,500 and they put in $2,500 and they were going to call around and get me prospects. And mm -hmm. uh, after like two months, I got one in one call, one appointment, and it was for a city that was 250 miles away to sell a copy machine. Oh. And I'm like, you're like, what the hell? Like, what have you been doing with, <laughs> with my money and your money, right? Uh -huh. It was so completely, you know, like unrelated to what I do for a living. I'm like, okay, let's not waste any money on that again. Um, so if I could get something that is completely and purely focused on my clients, that would be a much better spend for me. Yes. And like I said, most of the vendors do, um, uh, you know, take your suggestion. Like for me, when I do it, I have a campaign built and ready to go, whether it's an event, a, a direct mail, direct response campaign, whatever the campaign is, I have it ready that all the specs and details for the vendor and uh, with the invoices and expenses and all of that. And uh, it's what we want. It's tested. It's tried and true. We know we'll get response and conversion from it. And they just jump right on. It, it, most MDF comes directly to you to use as, as you wish. It, it's, I mean, you have to prove it. Right. But well, are there categories like I'm going to use this for um, Google ads, or I'm going to use this for uh, direct mail or, you know, do you have to be in categories? Um, you, not necessarily in categories, but they do want to know exactly what it's being used for. There is criteria you have to meet. You can't say I'm using it to buy a new suit so I look good at my next meeting. Oh, damn it. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping. <laughs> right. But you can say you're using it to pay to cover lunch with three prospects. Oh, well, that's so, not bad. Buy the suit on your own dime and they'll pay for lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as they're paying for lunch, I can afford the suit. So, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's pretty cool. So almost anything that you do would be covered. Yes. Oh, and I have, I have been reimbursed through MDF on – I can't, I'm trying to think of something that was not covered and there. I cannot think of one single thing that was not. Um, you can do a straight telemarketing campaign where you just have our agents doing cold calls. You can do you know, every single thing we offer. They would do, uh, you know what? Let me back up a little bit. I don't know that they would handle rebranding or, you know, right. covering your newsletter every month. Um, that I, I, I would say, uh, let's uh, probably not, but any actual parts of your strategy that are proactive where you are getting actual leads 
and conversions from. If it, if it right. results in a lead or a conversion, they will cover it. Cool. So, so we have kind of a one-two whammy that we can offer. And I haven't actually talked to you about this before, but if people are a member of the Small Biz Thoughts community, yes. we will provide them with up to five hours of uh, virtual ad, ad, admin time for marketing. So we could help them find a list or do some piece of the marketing and then they can work with you on, yeah. uh, on some piece of it. And, uh, and then you get all the MDF funds. Right. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so that's a very cool thing. So when you engage with an MSP, yeah. what do you recommend is kind of like uh, the, the first thing, the second thing, you know, cause you, you've mentioned, um, direct mail. You've also mentioned doing call downs, uh, events, you know, what, where's the place to start? Well, the, the foundation of any good marketing program is your prospect list. Uh, the list is key. You, you need a good list. You need to have it, uh, scrubbed, which means qualified and confirmed. It needs to be, um, kept up with, warmed continuously. Um, with all of marketing, consistency is always the key. You can do big wham, bam, you know, events that generate a, a, a big influx in your pipeline, but it's your consistent marketing that is going to carry you through the year. And um, so, and that, the foundation of that is your list. Um, then of course, building your strategy. You need a good strategy um, and not just continuously throw mud on the wall and see what sticks. Um, have a strategy which has many different funnels in it. Um, you know, as far as digital, you know, email campaigns, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, just posts, not even paid for posts, just posting, keeping that up. Every touch is important. Every time a prospect sees you is important. So, um, you know, having that strategy in place with many different options, uh, you know, many different ways that you're consistently bringing in leads. And then, of course, the most important after that is the implementation. I think Nike said it best when they said, just do it. You right. know, we can buy all kinds of material and, you know, all of that. But until you do it, it's nothing more than paper. And of course, you would rather they have a list of 20,000, but what's a, where do people start? Can you start with 300 names or 500 names? Yes, you can start with however many you want. My standard client, we, we actively market to 200 per month. So oh. every quarter, it's 600 because we rotate through that group. You don't want to exhaust your list, wear it out. You don't want to be consistently calling them and they get irritated by you. So we direct uh, focus on uh, each group of 200 once a quarter. We behind That's not bad at all. <laughs> behind, so 600 is a decent list. Now, of course, if you're marketing to 600, you really need 700 because people fall off the list all the time. You, you, update and oh they're really not qualified uh, to be our client they're not a good right. fit so you you have a reserve but so 700 is a 
is, is a very good workable number. Now, the number itself completely depends on what your goal is. If you want 15 new clients a month, your list is going to need to be 15,000. You know, it's not, right. you know, a 200 person prospect list is not going to get you 15 new people a month. It just won't. It won't get you 15 a quarter. That's a lot. Um, so the, that number is subjective to what your goals are. And we always hear that this is a numbers game. So is that simply the case? You want, you want 15 clients, you need 15,000 prospects? It, well, that's kind of a made up number. Yes, it is a numbers <laughs> game. There are exact statistics out there. Um, doesn't mean it's, you know, statistics are statistics are not actual fact that if you do 200, you will get one new client. Right. Um, I've had instances where, you know, my clients have gotten four out of 200 and I've had instances where they've gotten zero. So, so do you, do you help them come up with the offer? Like, so yes. whether that is the, you know, uh, give us a free, uh, network audit or whatever it happens to be. Yep, I do. We strategize in the beginning when, while onboarding, when you're, you're first with, we have two separate one hour strategic planning calls where we focus on where you're at, where you want to be and what it's going to take to get there. Um, our goal at Aztec Marketing is to make you stand out from your, from your competition and help you to connect with your prospects. And we do that with the offers. You know, what's right now, like October, which is where we are now, is cybersecurity month. Um, so most of my clients right now are running cybersecurity campaigns. Is that a Hallmark holiday? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? You know, now with Facebook, you see every day is a different day. Uh, right. I find out about Daughter's Day like two days after. I'm like, uh -huh. oh, man. Exactly. Exactly. So yes, we, we, during our strategic planning that we spend a lot of time on that um, as far as connecting all of the dots for you, we spend a lot of time getting to know you and your business. So we know what your focus, you know, whether if it doesn't matter if it's cybersecurity month, if, if your cybersecurity stack is not your focus. Right. So, you know, we take the time to get to know you, work directly with you. Um, yes, my business has grown and it's great, but I still, I manage every client. Uh, you know, I have a, a, a big support group between my office help and the agents. And, you know, there are other people who do some of the work, but the, you know, I, my clients have my direct cell phone number. They call me personally. And, you know, the buck stops here. So, it, it, you know, there is an open line. Um, our goal is the same. You, their success is my success. So. All right. So let's take a quick break just to let people know how they can get in touch with you. So Aztec is A-S-T-E-K. Yes. Marketing. And the website is? Aztecmarketing.com. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Funny how that is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So people can get in touch with you at AztecMarketing.com. And uh, if, if somebody's already got a campaign, like maybe I bought a campaign from somebody else, yeah. uh, 
Can you implement that? Absolutely. That's actually the roots of our company is we started specifically with Robin Robbins community and implementing her material. And uh, there's, it's one of the best on the market and it, or it is the best on the market and it comes with pretty much everything as other than somebody to actually do it for you. <laughs> right. So you're so, the do it for you. <laughs> correct. Correct. So, and, and so you talk about the employees at your call center. So is your call center in India or is it in the Philippines? It's Guatemala. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Kenosha, Wisconsin. All right. So everybody's got a nice Midwestern accent. They do. Yes. Yes. I, and that has been an issue in call centers forever. Um, and yes, nope. Everybody is here and local. So, so what is the call like? Is it say, hey, this is Jennifer. I'm calling from Carl Polachek's office and, uh, you know, we got this offer, blah, 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 blah. Call Carl at this number. Well, a cold call is very sim is, is much like that. Of course, it's a little better scripted, as good as you are. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but um, we primarily focus on and um, always uh, refer people to a follow-up call. Send them something. Give them something that they can see, and we will follow up and say, you know, hi, this is Jennifer calling from Carl Palachuk's office, and I'm just calling to follow up on a letter that Carl sent you. You should remember it. There, you know, one of the keys, and this comes right from Robin, uh, you know, make it stand out. Make the letter be memorable. You know, whether it's a lumpy mailer, a first-class mailer, you know, something with a big candy bar in it. Who knows? Whatever it is, make it memorable. So they're like, oh, yeah, I saw that. Right. And uh, then the conversation begins. The funnier you make it or the quirkier you make it, the better quality the conversation is because they always have a story about it or something to that effect. Well, and I got to say, uh, maybe we should have done this a month ago, but October's always a great month for lumpy mail because you can get all this crap at the uh, the for pennies on the dollar at Target and all these other places, little plastic skeletons and Halloween pencils and uh -huh. you know all kinds of stuff. So um, it's a great time of year to <laughs> go do direct mail. Yep. Um, so I know a lot of people have this concern, and we're almost out of time. But isn't direct mail really expensive? It is. Yep. Um, it's, it's expensive because it, it, printing is expensive, postage is expensive. One of our key things is actually hand addressing the envelopes. Um, so the, the uh, manpower is expensive. Um, it is not cheap. The return on the investment, however, makes it worthwhile. It, you know, if your offer, you know, of course, if your offer is for a 25 cent lollipop no it's not worth it because that you know your return can't be good enough but if if you close and you know if you convert one prospect that covers not only that campaign but two months of your can you know and if they're uh managed services which is recurring that covers your marketing for as long as that that one conversion is right. around so um what's the cost Per unit, like I know postage is 50 cents if you do first class. So 
then you got to, you know, you have the labor to hand write an address and then you got an envelope and then you got printing. Is it a dollar fifty, two dollars per unit? It's super subjective as far as to the campaign. If it's, you know, I can give you actual pricing. Um, my pricing has been the same and stays the same and it's very open. I don't change it for other people. Um, printing is 65 cents a page for both sides and hand addressing an envelope is 50 cents per it, complete implementation for the envelope is a dollar. Then you got your 50 cent postage stamp, whatever you're sticking in it. If you're, you know, if you're doing a, an aspirin, it's about 30 cents. If you're doing, if you're doing a remote control helicopter, it's about $35. You know what I mean? It, it, that's the subjective part. Right. Um, all of the expenses associated are standardized and um, don't fluctuate. The only thing that fluctuates is the number of pages inside the cost of your insert and then the postage. So if somebody wanted to say, Hey, I want to, I, I want one customer a month and they engaged today and they had a reasonable budget. How soon before they, they could expect to get that first customer? They could expect, you know, your first conversion. It typically takes uh, three months. Like I said to you a few minutes ago, um, we rotate. Um, we start with group one, which is 200 prospects and say January, we do group one, February, group two, uh, March, group three. So come uh, April, we go back to group one. And typically by touch number two, that's when the conversions start because it's, it's big touch number two, but you, we've had several small touches in the background. Um, and so we've warmed them both in right. time and digital touches, physical touches, verbal touches, uh, so that by the time the third month comes and we hit them with the, the next big touch, that's when you start seeing conversions. And industry standard is about a half a percent. We have been running uh, right around two to three percent as far as responses. So it's a safe, we don't guarantee just because there are so right. many variables, but it's a safe bet that on month four, you should have your, you should start seeing the returns. Month six, you should have a good consistency, you, you know, like what you can expect. By month 12, you should have a flowing pipeline where you are reaching your goal monthly, no hiccups, because whether there's a hiccup in one campaign or one month, that won't affect your whole year. Right, because you got the whole system is moving. Correct, because you have many funnels going at the same time. So it gets back to consistency, consistency, consistency. That's it. That's right. Very cool. Well, sadly, we're out of time, but Jennifer Fields, thank you for joining us once again. Thank you, Carl. Always, always a pleasure. And I will put your contact information in the show notes. And uh, with luck, somebody will give you a call. Absolutely. All right. Look thanks. Forward to it. Thank you. Bye.
Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.